You're listening to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM. I'm Garrett Ashley Mullet, and I want to talk about everything. Hello, and welcome back to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show. This is Garrett Ashley Mullet. This is the podcast where we talk about everything. And today, that happens to include... Loudoun County, Virginia's school board meeting. There are two articles I read yesterday at theblaze.com, which I'd like to share some thoughts on, and I'd like to share with you if you haven't heard about them yet. I think these are precisely the sort of stories which might just help us to keep on, keep on keeping on, and to push back effectively against this onslaught of nonsense and insanity. It really is insanity. It used to be a number of years ago that the word insanity seemed to me like hyperbole. It seemed as though insanity was too strong of a word and it was designed to get everyone's attention and it was very clickbaity. But in this case... And in so many cases here lately, the word insanity feels too mild. And I hope that that is not because we have desensitized ourselves from years and years of sensationalist propaganda and clickbaity, uh, oh, what's the word, tabloid-like stories on the internet. We are now in territory where it's truth that is stranger than fiction. And I think we do well to be measured in our tone and in our language. We do well to be precise and to not let our emotions get the better of us and get carried away into saying things that are not precisely true. We don't want to undermine the truth or our credibility as witnesses to the truth. As we talk about things which are happening where truth and falsehood are being pitted one against another in odd, unexpected ways. Ways which could we have foreseen five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? The first piece at theblaze.com I want to share with you is titled Sobbing Teacher Abruptly Quits During Heated School Board Meeting. I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas. Sarah Taylor is the author. I'll put a link in the description for this podcast. You can check it out and read it all for yourself. But I'll just read for you a little bit of the beginning of the piece. A Loudoun County, Virginia teacher abruptly quit her job during a school board meeting after she railed against the teaching of critical race theory in public school classrooms. A report from WUSA-TV detailed the tense environment at Tuesday night's school board meeting, noting that more than 150 people were scheduled to speak in person about transgender policy, the new in-school mask mandate, vaccines, virtual learning, and critical race theory. Laura Morris, a former fifth grade teacher at Luckett's Elementary School in Leesburg, Virginia, quit in front of the Loudoun County School Board as she tearfully 
protested against controversial policies, including CRT, transgender locker rooms, and more. Sobbing, Morris said, quote, School board, I quit. I quit your politics. I quit your trainings. And I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. I will find employment elsewhere. I encourage all parents and staff in this country to flood the private schools, end quote. I'll skip down over one paragraph. Quote, this summer I have struggled with the idea of returning to school knowing that I'll be working yet again with a school division that, despite its shiny tech and flashy salary, promotes political ideologies that do not square with who I am as a believer in Christ, she added. She also added that she was previously told during, quote, so-called equity trainings that white, Christian, able-bodied females currently have the power in our schools and, quote, this has to change. Quote, clearly you have made your point, Morris added. You no longer value me or many other teachers you have employed in this county. So since my contract outlines the power that you have over my employment in Loudoun County Public Schools, I thought it necessary to resign in front of you, end quote. First of all, madam, thank you. I mean that. Thank you very much for your service. Thank you for your service in teaching. And thank you for your service in resigning and for resigning in such a clear, unmistakable way, stating the reasons for your separation from the school district publicly, because we need more courage like this. We need more truth and clarity and principle. And really, it is about loving the children. It really is for the sake of the children that we need to have courage like this. That's not a tired phrase only. There is an element of truth and goodness and beauty in doing something like this for the children. And that's why manipulative politicians have been able to use that phrase and that sentiment to such disastrous effect. They pull on our heartstrings. They pull on our sense of responsibility to the next generation, which is rightful. It is right that we feel a sense of responsibility to the next generation. And I guarantee that there are wishy-washy, mushy Republican, mushy Christians in the middle who want to ride the fence until this all blows over because they think it will blow over without a stand, without a conflict. They think they can give a little, a little more, a little more, a little more, and compromise. And at a certain point, everyone will wake up and realize that this was all just a bad dream. But anybody who counseled this young woman to not quit, to stay in there and do it for the children, misses the fact that resigning publicly like this, taking a stand against these very, very toxic, very, very corrosive, very, very destructive, poisonous things for children, taking a stand clearly, publicly, is at this point, at this juncture, in these circumstances, when we have educrats who refuse to listen 
to parents and to teachers and to the children themselves because this is the Prussian model of education and the orders come down from the top. I'm just obeying orders, says the Nazi prison guard. I'm just obeying orders. I was just following orders. I'm not responsible. Au contraire. King Baldwin in the Ridley Scott film Kingdom of Heaven has this great exchange with the lead character. And in it, he says that a king may move a man, a father may claim a son. But remember that even when those who move you be kings or men of power, your soul is in your keeping alone. When you stand before God, you cannot say, but I was told by others to do thus, or that virtue was not convenient at the time. This will not suffice. Remember that. This teacher remembers that. Laura Morris in Loudoun County, Virginia, remembers that. And she is reminding all of us nationwide of that fact. And Laura Morris, I want you to know in this moment, you are my hero. These things are not neutral. Critical race theory is not neutral. When we have schools with black principals segregating their white students, putting those white students in six classes and their black students in two classes because of critical race theory. This is not neutral. This is not values neutral education. No education is values neutral. The very fact that you're teaching anything at all is a communication of values. What precisely and how precisely you choose to teach whatever it is that you teach is a statement of values. Those values have to come from somewhere or else you can't sell it. Where was this made? What are the ingredients? Is this a good quality product? If it's not, if you won't tell me where it was made, if this might have lead, if the, <laughs> if the cheap toys from China have dangerous levels of lead and mercury in them and my toddler chews on them and now has mental and neurological problems. I don't buy those toys. I don't buy those toys. I don't let my kids play with them. When critical race theory is cultural Marxism vis-a-vis -vis Antonio Gramsci vis-a-vis -vis Karl Marx, I don't let my kids be taught critical race theory as gospel, as truth. You want to push mask mandates because we're all going to be so much safer with masks on. You are teaching materialism. You're teaching naturalism. You're teaching godlessness. This life is all there is, so mask up and sit down and shut up because we're going to tell you about your inherent original sin of racism as a white girl, as a white boy in America. You benefit from your white privilege and so therefore, you are part of the problem. Unless you're willing to raise the black power fist and repeat after me, Black Lives Matter, and repeat after me that racism equals power plus prejudice, and repeat after me, workers of the world unite, you don't care about black people. Unless you're willing to sit through all of that, unless you're willing to teach that, you don't really care about 
black people. You really don't care about truth and justice and goodness. You are an oppressor. You're a racist. You're evil. This is going down a very, very dark road very, very quickly. We're picking up speed. We should not presume that the rate of travel will remain constant. This blindsided us, and this is not the end of it. But when you have teachers like Miss Morris who are willing to get up and resign their post publicly and state their reasons clearly, because I am a Christian and I cannot teach these things. I cannot teach that there is no such thing as male and female. I cannot teach that these little white children are morally and spiritually inferior just by virtue of being white. I cannot teach that our country needs to be overthrown. I'm putting words into the gap here. I don't know that she necessarily agrees with everything that I'm saying here, but I would guess that she does. If I had a chance to sit down and talk with her, I would guess that she agrees and that she sees these things as well. Otherwise, why would she resign? Here are your pronouns. We're going to refer to you thus and thus and thus. Not boy, not girl, not he, not she, not Mr. and Miss anymore. When do those go away? Mr. and Miss and Mrs. Do we have to get rid of those because they're gendered? Kudos to Miss Morris. And I'm sorry for the loss of your job. But you did a very brave thing. And don't look at this as having stopped caring about and taking care of and looking after these children that you feel responsible for. Our first responsibility is to God, to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind. The second commandment is like it, to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And Jesus says it would be better for a millstone to be tied around our neck and for us to be thrown into the depths of the sea than that we would cause one of these little ones who believe in him to stumble or to fall away. And yet, that is exactly, that is exactly what the American public education system is doing, has been doing for a long time. We just didn't want to accept that because mom and dad both needed to go to school both needed to go to work. Little Johnny, little Susie had to go to school as a kind of daycare so that mom and dad could both go to work full time and bring in two incomes at least to buy a bigger house, to have a bigger yard, to buy a nicer car or cars. And I'm sorry, I know that's offensive. I know that really offends people, but they have the hooks in. And if they have the hooks too deeply in to where we can't ever walk away for the sake of our children, then we are complicit. It's as simple as that. And that's what they want, is they want us to be complicit in this. They want this collectivist, utopian, Marxist vision to be realized. The progressives haven't gotten it done over the past century. And so now the revolutionaries are going to seize the wheel. They're hijacking the bus. And this is what happens when you put all your eggs in one basket, or too many, far, far too many, eggs in one basket, you are at the will and whim of whoever drives the bus, whoever carries the basket. If the person carrying the basket feels like chucking that basket across a field and whichever eggs break, break, you got to break some eggs to make an omelet. 
And if we can't get our little eggs out of the basket, get our kids out of the bus, even though there's a crazed, deranged, evil person driving the bus, what is it that's so much more important to us? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? That's what Jesus asks. That's not my question. That's Jesus' question. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? What is my job? What is your job? A means to an end. A means to the end of supporting life. I have a house that I need to pay for because my family needs shelter. I have food that I need to pay for because my family needs to eat. They need clothing, and so I need to pay for clothing. Particularly as seven children grow. They outgrow their clothing and they wear it out. Boy, do they wear it out. I need to pay for books and computers and internet and electricity and water and fuel for the car and insurance and on and on and on and on. My job, my career is a means to an end. It cannot become an end unto itself. And if the end that my job is a means to is just my own self-indulgence, my own material prosperity in the short term, we need to be thinking a little bigger picture here. Think long term. What is yours or my material prosperity in a communist hellhole where all of the white people are morally inferior just by virtue of being white, just by the color of our skin? I didn't choose to be born white. I don't have a problem with being born white, but I didn't choose it. And it doesn't make me morally inferior to all of the other colors of people, all of the other quantities of melanin. Kudos to Miss Morris, former fifth grade teacher at Luckett's Elementary School in Leesburg, Virginia. I salute you, madam. You are my hero. Another story from this exact same school board meeting in Loudoun County, Virginia, also from theblaze.com, and I'll include a link to this as well. Iranian Christian dad, or Iranian, if you prefer, or Persian. (laughs) Iranian Christian dad tells school board if they pass trans pronoun rule, he'll make them call his kids king and queen and him master. (laughs) Phil Shiver writes, for the blaze. An Iranian immigrant father in Virginia told local school board members recently that if they insisted on passing transgender affirming pronoun rules, he would make them call his children king and queen and him master. The father issued the remarks during an explosive speech before the Loudoun County Public School Board on Tuesday. It was the same meeting during which one teacher announced she was quitting over newly proposed transgender affirming rules and critical race theory, by the way. The district would go on to pass the reforms. Of course they did. Of course they did. Did you think they wouldn't pass them anyways? They're going to do what they want to do because the issue is not the issue. The issue is the revolution. You have to keep the revolution moving forward. The district would go on to pass the reforms which allow transgender students to access school facilities and groups of their choice and requires faculty and staff to address transgender students by their preferred names and pronouns. Reforms that, according to this father, have no place within Americans' educational system. Quote, I grew up in Iran as a Christian, and when we went to school, as much as the government wanted to indoctrinate us, 
The teachers didn't allow it, he said. They didn't try to shove propaganda down our throats like the Ayatollahs did. Now in the 21st century, we have social justice warriors, so-called teachers, trying to shove their garbage ideology down our kids' throats, he continued. These are our children, not yours, he added defiantly. Their job is not to raise my child or my neighbor's child. Their job is to teach our kids math, science, biology, literature, and that's it, not ideology. Now you want to push garbage crap like pronouns? How the hell does that keep a kid from succeeding? How does that help him? He shouted. You want to push that garbage down my kid's throats? I will make you call my kids king and queen. That's how you will address my son and daughter. And when you look at me, you will call me master. Well said. How about them apples? Mm, pass it anyway. Pass it anyway. The unwashed masses will thank us in the end. These idiot parents, who do they think they are, telling us how to raise their children? You can't let the idiots raise their own children or tell us what is and is not permitted. Do you know what to do, Iranian, Iranian dad? Pull your kids out. Pull your kids out. You don't have to send your kids to the public education system. Just because everybody's doing it, what is that? Remember the old trope when we were kids? If everybody was jumping off a cliff, would you do it too? Peer pressure. It is wrong when we're talking about getting drunk and high and making bad life choices. This is a bad life choice to send your kids to public schools. They've been radical for some time. Now you see just how glaringly radical they are. Get your kids out. If you can't teach them at home, put them in a private school, charter school, figure something out, but get them out of the public schools. You could teach them better at home. Give them a stack of books. Contact me. You can contact me. If you have questions about homeschooling, reach out to me at garrettashleymullet at protonmail.com. I can give you some resources. I can get, I can get you hooked up, get you started on figuring this out. But you don't have to settle for this. You don't have to send your children into this meat grinder. This is going to destroy our country if it hasn't yet. The only thing for it is repentance. That is turning away. It is wicked. It is wicked what the public education system in America does to children. Get your kids out. The school board didn't listen. They weren't swayed. They're not responsive. You can't play the long game with them. The long game is they have your kids and they turn your children against you. Like communists have for the past century, all of a sudden your kids are coming home and taking notes on you and turning you in to the commissar for counter-revolutionary ideas. That's coming if we don't stop it. Take your kids out, teach them at home. You can do a better job. Send your kids to a private school. Make it work. Make it happen. Long few. Your child needs a good education in order to be happy, healthy, holy, well-adjusted, independent, free, not a slave. Buy my book. I just gave a copy. Free. A free copy. The Daryl Hall, one of the operators at Jackson Lake Gas Plant. 
where I'm based out of now. Gave him a free copy because he told me the day before yesterday, if the public schools in Sterling, Colorado, push a vaccine mandate, they're out. They're out in the homeschool. They did it before. They'll do it again if they have to. So I, when he was out in the plant, dropped a little copy of my book on his passenger seat. No charge. I hope that's an encouragement. Buy my book. It's on Amazon. You can get it in paperback. You can get it in Kindle e-reader. Actually, if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can read the book for free. I get paid based on the number of pages that people read if they go that route. I don't get paid per copy they download. I get paid per total number of pages that people read. So if you go that route, make sure you read the book. Don't just download it. But buy my book or just homeschool your kids. There's my book. This is why we homeschool. Because God gave us these children for a reason. He gave us us as parents, moms and dads, these children for a reason, on purpose, for a purpose. And we need to take that duty seriously. We need to see that as a sacred duty. Get out before it's too late. That's all I got. That's all I have for this episode. As always, thank you for listening. If you have any additional thoughts on this, hit me up. But otherwise, as always, thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless. You've been listening to The Garrett Ashley Mullet Show on Anchor FM. For more content like what you just heard, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Also check out thegarrettashleymulletshow.com to subscribe to email alerts when new episodes are published. As always, you can reach me with any comments, questions, complaints, objections, or insights at garrettashleymullet at protonmail.com. Thank you.